Joya, I gotta talk about how hydration is very important. I learned this recently. Hydration's not just for like running marathons and exercising and that. You need to be hydrated daily. It's daily maintenance, right? So if you're going to the airport or standing on the sidelines of your kid's soccer game in the hot sun, if you're on back-to-back conference calls, it doesn't matter right? Proper functional hydration is essential. And Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Their hydration multiplier is the one product that you're missing in your daily life. Well, (laughs) maybe not you, Toria. (laughs) Uh, It's true. I actually use Liquid IV. I've used it for probably almost two years now. Uh, It comes in so many yummy flavors. It's a little powder that you put in the water you're already going to drink. It comes in strawberry, lemonade, grape, lemon lime, pina colada, watermelon, so much more. Um, It makes you feel so much better, so much faster when you need to hydrate. And with just one stick of this stuff, you hydrate real life two times faster than water alone. So quit wasting your time with water. It's it's for losers. It's a loser's game. Plus, you get essential vitamins like B3, B5, B6, B12, vitamin C, three times the electrolytes of any leading sport drink made with quality ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, soy, Plus, this company, they want equitable access to clean and abundant water for everybody. And to date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. So, Toria, how do we get this stuff? So, it's real people, real flavors, real hydration. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use your code OMRCHEFPOD at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code OMRCHEFPOD at liquidiv.com. Use it now. The Flushing Girl from Flushing, the nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. uh, Meet Miss Fine. Hello. Welcome to another episode. Jesus. I gotta (laughs) calm down. Welcome to another episode of Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Podcast about the nanny, a hit sitcom from the 90s starring Fran Drescher. I am Sean Pasquale here with... Toria Sheffield. That's right. And this week we are here to talk about season sex, episode 16. Uh-huh. Uh, you thought I wasn't going to do it. The Producers. This one is written by a whole bunch of people. A uh, story by Rick Shaw, Michael Dow, and Chandler Evans. <gasps> with a teleplay by Rich Shaw... And this is the one where in some big stuff happens. Fran and Niles <gasps> produce a play together. But why, Toria? Because yes. Niles finally admits his love for Cece Babcock yes. and he wants to do something that will impress her. Finally! We've got Woo! so much canon this this. You know, we we just met Morty last the, week. Yeah, Niles they're really is wrapping things up. <laughs> oh, it's true. And so, well, so we start this episode. Fran's in the kitchen in the prettiest maternity dress, and she's starting to pop. Like they're they're starting to actually like, you know, put her in pregnancy costumes. Um, and it's it's this dress. It's like very clingy, and it's cream colored with red roses. And Niles comes in. He's super excited, and he's literally like, he's like. Oh, Oh, what's the one thing that separates me from successful people? And Fran goes, success? <laughs> that was very funny. And he goes, no, this. And he like shoves a script into her hands. And he's basically like, he's like, I have a friend who wrote a script and it's very good. And you know, I'm going to use this to become Mr. Sheffield's partner. And I'm going to finally leave all this domestic help work behind. And you know, he has this like grandiose plan. Mr. Sheffield walks in. 
Niles pitches him the idea mm-hmm. and literally Maxwell, like not even looking up from his book while drinking coffee. He's just basically like, well, we are partners, old man. I run the business. You run the household. Why disrupt one of the most successful partnerships in history? And he like walks out mm-hmm. and my note was, what is Fran's role in their lives then? <laughs> if, if, you know, if he's basically like, Niles, you're my partner. And it works because like, I, you know, make the money and you take care of the house. So yeah. I guess Fran truly is a woman of leisure. She really is. I mean, the kids are all grown up. I mean, she's going to have two babies. So I guess her role is going to be like to be an actual mom now. Yeah, I guess you're But right. like, they're, they they got married at the perfect time because the kids are basically all grown up and she would have either been fired or you know, or she had to get married and uh, knocked up. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, And then... Hey, also, only seven episodes of the show left. Yeah. Let's see, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. Seven eps. Seven eps. Here we go. Get ready. I'm going to put on my seatbelt. Are you driving? Yes, I, re- again? I record all these episodes on my way to my day job. <laughs> I told you, stop drinking and driving and podcasting. Ah, you'll never stop me. Uh, so then <laughs> Mr. Mr. Sheffield walks out. Niles is completely dejected. And he reveals to Fran that he's actually doing all of this to impress a woman. And Fran is like, well, well you got to tell this woman, like whoever, whoever she is. And, you know... Yeah, you know, what woman want wouldn't want to hear that? I wrote in all caps. It's a CC episode. <laughs> yes, yep. uh, CC. Yeah, they should. I remember when CC's dad came to town. Um, but so, but Fran's like, what woman wouldn't want to hear that? Q CC walks in, waving a juice glass in Niles's face, <laughs> and because she wants more juice, and Niles literally looks at Fran and like gives her a kind of like this one. Which makes Fran realize, like, oh my God, Niles is in love with Cece, and her mouth literally drops. Drops. And this yeah. is where I had the note. Have you noticed that Daniel Davies has kind of dropped his English accent? Yes, entirely. Sometimes it's very wonky. It's the but, last couple episodes. There have so, been full on lines where he's like, I don't know. And you're but, like, oh. Sometimes it's kind of, but it is very funny though. Like his delivery is very funny. He's kind of like uses a Southern sort of like, um, you know what it reminds me of when Hannibal Lecter imitates Jodie Foster. Yes. (laughs) Like exactly. But that's a real British guy pretending to be an American. (laughs) Did you, did you, wait, what did you, did you sleep? With the, 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 you know, yeah, that like flat, those flat <laughs> yeah. A's. They're just flat A's. So then we go to the opening credits and we cut right back to Fran and Niles in the kitchen. Oh, with Cece. And Cece like insults Fran as usual, but she doesn't realize that Maxwell has come in behind her. And he's basically like, this animosity has gone on too long. Yeah. Like, Cece, you need to make friends with my wife or else I'm going to dissolve this partnership. Crazy, and- right? I yeah. was I was like, whoa. <laughs> I know, especially because like Fran's not bothered, so it doesn't. No, he just came out of nowhere. He's very just done. Dude was like, I am done. <laughs> yes. He's also very patronizing to them later when they get yes. they're getting along. He acts like they're two little girls. He's like, Oh, look at you two getting along. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so then Susie like chases after him and she's like, Maxwell, no, I was just funnying. And he's like, we're great friends, just like I was with your first wife, Sally. And, <laughs> yeah. and Fran, and Fran like, goes, Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> well, then 
We're back with Fran and Niles alone again. And Fran is like still totally flabbergasted at this like big news. And she's like, so you're telling me all the time you put dishwater in her coffee and changed out her lip balm for glue? You were flirting? <laughs> that is so ice cold. Did you get lip balm with glue? <laughs> and then Flynn and Niles goes, what? No good? <laughs> yes. yes. Great. And he basically is Great like, stuff. you know what? He's like, I can't tell Cece that I love her until I have a successful career and a big income and a, and a home of my own. Fran takes pity on him. And instead of being like, no, no, like true love is more important than all those things. She's basically like, you're right. And I'm going to help. And she's like, we're going to produce the play together and I'm going to help you. And we're going to be like partners. And then he's like, oh, thank you. And he gives her the play to read. And she literally is like, mm, I'll have Gracie read it. <laughs> But so that's like the big A plot of this episode. Like, um, you know, they are going to co-produce so that hopefully Niles will become a big success and will, you know, land on his feet and can can tell Cece his true feelings, which is all very sad that like, you know, men feel that way a lot of the time. Like, I can't I can't possibly propose until I have all these things in, in a row, you know? Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean. Listen, I'd never be married. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm still waiting for everything to fall in line. Just wait till your first mill, cool million. Thankfully, my my wife uh, is a, a very smart and mm-hmm. progressive and independent woman. And you know, early on when we met, she was like, "Listen, when I'm ready to get married, that's when we'll get married." And I went, "Okay, <laughs> cool." <Yeah. laughs> She's like, I got a lot going on, and I got to get through school. I got to finish, you know, law school, the, the whole thing, and then and then we'll do it. And I, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, tight, yeah, take it out of my hands. I don't know. Yeah. You just tell me when you're ready, and you know, and and I got enough of a heads up of like, well, sometime after law school. So I, I then I was able mm-hmm. to like plan, and and now we're six months into a very happy marriage. And um. As, oh, we didn't talk about this on camera, but we're shooting for not 40 years because we don't think Sean can make it that long, but as <laughs> long, long as possible. I would like 40 years of marriage, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how long I last. I, I'm hopeful. Modern medicine. Um, That's right. That's what yeah. Elizabeth always says. She goes, eh, medicine's always good, changing every day. Who knows what they'll be able to do. I'm yeah, like, my Great. grandparents like smoked and ate like shit for years, and then they had some bypasses, and you know they were around for a long time. Yeah. Um, so so then, okay, we cut back to the B plot. Cece goes to each of the Sheffield children, attempting to get them to help her like weasel back into Maxwell's good graces. But like, she's I really, love this scene so much. She doesn't know any of their names. I think she even thinks <laughs> Brian's name is Travis. <laughs> to Gracie, she goes, "Hey, kid." <laughs> yeah, and then she and goes, then, "Wait a second, you're the little one. You're not the one I want." <laughs> she goes, and then she knows Maggie's name. She goes, "Maggie," and Maggie's like, "Yeah," and she goes, oh, "I got that right." And then Maggie doesn't, she's not, Maggie's not the right one either. And then she goes, yeah, she goes, Hey, Travis. And he's like, uh, what? And she goes, <laughs> and she goes, oh, I got that one right too. <laughs> yes. And, she, and he, he like very clearly, like the thing is, he's just like, not his name. whatever, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, what do you need? Like, I'm not even going to correct you. I'm bothered by you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and then we cut to Mr. Sheffield's office. Niles and Fran are in there alone. And Niles is complaining that, like, no one will take their calls because they, like, just, like, aren't big names. They're nobodies. And they don't even have enough money to pay for messengers to send their script out. And I wrote, oh, my God, remember when people used to messenger scripts? 
Yeah. Oh my God. What, what a, a different nightmare. world. You had to send a person to deliver a script because it was pre-email. Yep. And even like back then, like the amount of data that one script would have taken up, it would have taken like three hours to upload and download. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, but so then Fran has an idea, which I thought this is like so bold and very like unsettling because it could really cause problems but she's like she's like well you know what we'll just do what maxwell and cc do and then he's like what she goes we'll use their names (laughs) and she's like and we'll we'll take money from the joint account (laughs) i really like the line here from niles where he goes bernadette peter's agents wouldn't even take my call they never heard of me me niles (laughs) (laughs) which is so funny heard of me me niles well he's I was, flabbergasted <laughs> i was just i was just very i was like oh my god like so like the idea of like pretending to be these two people to get meetings and i was like good. you know this could really backfire classic sitcom stuff right and the here. kind of thing that like you could like definitely like someone would divorce you for <laughs> like, probably it's okay, so, so bad they pretend they do it and as they're on hold, they get through immediately, right? And then as they're on hold, Mr. Sheffield comes in. And there's a very funny exchange here where they, because like they're pretending to be like, they're like very proud of themselves when they get put on hold. And so they like really lean into like Fran pretending to be CC sits on Niles' laps and, and is like, oh, Mr. Sheffield, I love you. And I am smarter than your wife or whatever. Yeah. Like they're making fun of them. And then Mr. Sheffield walks in and, and is like, why? Like, cause like Fran is sitting on Niles's lap. Niles is behind Mr. Sheffield's <laughs> desk with a cigar in his mouth. And he just is like, what is going on? And they, they, they brilliantly play it off as like a bit. They're like, yeah, ah, it's a bit. We got you. And then Niles even goes like, see, I told you he wouldn't think it's funny. And then like, they like walk out of the office, but I thought there was a real missed opportunity at the end of the scene. Cause like what, why didn't they ever have Bernadette Peters agents come on the line? Oh, I know. I know. Right. They so like forgot like, well. that they like set that up. And then like, I was waiting. Cause I was like, Oh no, they're going to get away with it, but they're going to forget. And right uh-huh. as they get out of the room, they're going to be like, uh, this is Bernadette Peters or whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he could have been like wrong number. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, so then the next scene, we cut to this empty theater where Fran and Niles are now holding audition. Which uh, this was like months later. I mean, it could have been a few weeks later. Who knows? But okay. I mean, they've already clearly set up like a small theater space. They have auditions. She's very pregnant. That's why like at the top of this episode, she we, it was already a time jump because she's like suddenly very pregnant. And then and then here I was like, wait, how much time passed? Especially oh, did she get did her stomach get bigger? Oh, yeah. From the last episode to this one. No, no, no. I mean, like from difference. the first scene to this scene. No. Oh, okay. No, I think once you pop, you kind of start to pop. All right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So they're they're there and they're about to um have this this actress come into audition and Niles is literally like oh. You know, I just wish we had gotten a bigger name than Madeline Porter, who, by the way, is like a made-up actress. I, I looked it up at first. I thought it might have been a real person. Um, and Franton's like, "Why? She was a huge. She was a huge soap star." And he's like, "Yeah, but what has she been doing since?" And then this actress comes in. It's actually really sad. She takes off her coat and she's wearing a waitress uniform because she just came from her job as a wait- <laughs> like a diner the waitress. Shit. And I, I just wrote this business is brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. Brutal. And then they uh, are starting the audition process when someone comes up to them with this large envelope and they're like, are you CeCe Babcock and Maxwell Sheffield? And they're like, yes. And she's like, you're being fined for $250,000 for theater code violations and hands it to them and walks out. And they're like, oh shit, this like secret endeavor may have just cost the company a quarter of a million dollars. (laughs) (laughs) And we got to them in the kitchen and they're commiserating. And I'm like, they're weirdly not as worried about this as I thought they'd be. <laughs> like, And then Cece comes in and, and it's really funny because uh, Fran sort of pushes Niles to tell her how he feels. She's like, do it, do it, do it. So he just kind of stands up. <laughs> I like bubbles, this so much. Oh, I love you. And then she's like, what? And he's like, nothing. And then walks out. <laughs> it was so funny. He like awkwardly walks past her and goes, um, I love you. And she goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then... um. So good. Then Cece sits down next to Fran and Cece's like trying her hardest to be nice because of this whole thing with Mr. Sheffield. And, and she's basically like, you know what? Nanny, fine. No matter what you say or do, I'm just going to treat you with courtesy and respect. Yeah. And Fran's like, no matter what I say or <laughs> what I do. And then she's like, yes. And so Fran's basically like, yeah, um, we may have cost the company $250,000. And at first Cece is enraged and then she's delighted because she's like, oh, as soon as you find, as soon as Maxwell finds out that you did this, he's going to despise you as much as I do. <laughs> and then in the next scene, Fran is literally shoving Brighton into Mr. Sheffield's office. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to, Fran, no, I don't want to. And she's like, do it, do it. He just goes, like he I goes, said. Fran, I'm a bad actor. <laughs> yes. And he turns around awkwardly and he like looks, he looks at his dad and he's like, um, dad, Fran's crying in the living room. I th- I think you should go check on her. And then we we cut to Fran, and she's literally running as fast as she can with her pregnant belly. <laughs> in a very, she runs in a very funny way, and yeah. then she plops herself down on the couch, and she like starts to pretend to cry. And Mr. Sheffield walks in, and this was so. This was funny. so 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 good. She was so good. She was so funny. She like literally like he's like, darling, what's wrong? And she's like. Ooh. She's literally like touched, like accentuating her pregnant belly, like looking as vulnerable and sad as possible. And he's like, Is it something that I did? And she kind of like nods, like, uh-huh. And he's like, Are you feeling neglected? Because I've been working on this sitcom so much. And she's like, uh-huh. he, he, She really just lets him do all of the. 
thing. He she he does it all for her. It's so great. Yes, yes. And then he's like, you know what? I think you just you need something for yourself. You know, you need a project. You know, and, and you you should you should just go out and and find a project, and I'm going to support you in anything that you do. And she's like anything and he's like anything and then we cut to niles and the kids who are like now sitting outside the house and we just hear him scream you did what (laughs) and and then they're like i guess i guess she told him and then he screams he's like niles because she also clearly uh revealed that niles was a part of this too um i was like man how are they gonna get out of this one like this is very fireable yes like identity draw identity fraud um but then, it's divorceable too, quite it's, frankly. Yeah, it's divorceable. <laughs> it's a crime. It's, it's criminal. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we then cut to a, a while later. It is the after party of the big production. And it, it seems like they they finish producing the play. Um, even though it's revealed that it's it's partly because Maxwell had, had to go down to the theater, fix everything that they had been in violation of in order to avoid the fines. So it definitely was like, they didn't. They didn't get themselves out of that. Like they definitely. He knew. helped. Yeah. He swung his. He swung his big producer uh, dong around. <laughs> and think about that's funny to me. Oh, okay, so then, but like, it seems like things genuinely went really well. Like they did a really good job. Yeah, I love the ending to this storyline. Oh yeah, and then Fran goes over to Niles, and she's like, Niles, look, Miss Babcock is over there. She's alone. You're, you're a successful producer now. Go over there and tell her how you feel. And she's like, I'm your friend. I'm telling you this because I love you. Don't spend the rest of your life wondering. So Niles like takes a deep breath and he goes over to her. And of course, like she insults him and he and like and laughs and he's like about to insult her back. And he's like, uh, well, but, but marry me. <laughs> and then it is to be continued another to be continued tbc another two-parter baby i love this episode but the ending and then the button oh my god forget it that yetta ending is like maybe the best thing the show oh my god it's maybe the best thing ever i i (sighs) so it's yetta walks out on the empty stage and just like there's like a beat and then all of a sudden she starts to like bu- like fossey dance like Bob yes. fossey style dance like she's in a chorus line uh-huh. and she does this whole extended dance sequence and then Sylvia pops in and she goes ma are you coming and then they cut back to Yetta and she's like looks all old and small again and she's like yeah i'm coming and, and like then slowly she like slowly walks out and like hobbles uh, out of the room um, it was so they, good and it's definitely like a different you know, it's an actual dancer yeah, dressed like Yetta. Like, it's definitely yeah. not the actress, but it was it was so funny. It was so good. Um, and also, oh, my God, Sylvia looked freaking incredible. Yeah, she did. She did a red form-fitting dress, hourglass figure. She my lost God. a lot of weight. She looks She's great. Goals. I want to yeah. age like that. Goals. Um, um, all right. Well, I think let's get into segments. And I we're down to our last few segments themes. Um, I didn't really theme them to the episodes but every once in a while i got lucky and this one is another one where i felt like oh this ended on like a a mystery and a cliffhanger so here we go uh segments and now segments are we ready for segments we are so ready for segments um all right so segment time 
about segments? Mm-hmm. Should we move on to our segment? Um, should we get into our segments? Segments. Uh, Sean and Gloria. <laughs> I loved it. Thank you. Ooh. Oh, right. Little Carmen San Diego. <laughs> Right. That's how I, that's, yes, that's exactly what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Favorite lines and moments. I, my first thing, I, I literally wrote, honestly, yeah, to dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I put honestly before that in my own notes. <laughs> I did. That's great. Um, I really liked, I was just funning with her, like I did with your first wife, Sally. (laughs) (laughs) I love the idea of them. We were just funning. Yeah, it's so good. I also really liked um, that entire Cece, Gracie, Maggie, uh, Brighton run was fantastic. All all of that, favorite moments, favorite lines right there. Um, Fran's performance when she's pretending to cry. <laughs> yes. Well, and the line, they never heard of me, me, Niles. <laughs> um, and then he, I had a line that we didn't, we didn't mention. Um, when they're all at the after party, uh, Val offers Yetta a donut <laughs> and Yetta picks up a donut and goes, are there any bones in these? And then Val goes, maybe the bear claw. <laughs> the idea that she thinks they're eating actual bear claws. I freaking love Were those Krispy Kreme donuts? Oh, you you better believe it. You but know they were, baby. Interesting that they didn't mention they were Krispy Kreme donuts. Well, they don't have to mention. They they We know. I feel like you should, though, if it's a product placement. Well, don't they show the wrapper on the outside of the box? The no, logo? I think they're on a tray in my mouth. Oh, well, then who wrong. knows? Maybe they weren't Krispy Kreme. Maybe they're cheating. Oh my god! I want a Krispy Kreme donut so bad right now. All right. Well, we better wrap up this uh, episode. What's next? Um, Yiddish? Yiddish. I heard none. I heard oi. Oh, okay, fair. I that I hear oi. I is like I don't even hear that word anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like um. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. What's next? Nanny trivia. Nanny trivia. Let's uh, go. Hit me with some trivia. Um, so Anne Gilbert, who of course plays Yetta, um, I looked into it. I was like, oh, maybe this dancing sequence is like a little nod to like, maybe she was a dancer when she was young. Maybe oh. she actually did Fosse. Was she? No, she didn't. Aww. She didn't really ever do any like serious dance work in her career. But she did study performing arts at Stanford, Whoa. which would have been like in the fifties, which is yeah. just like so impressive, you know. It's really impressive. But like in general, like her, she's really more like a true like comedic actress, you know. In the like fifty, a lady in college in the fifties. <laughs> what? Uh, I wish we could go back. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and then the Fran or the Cece or the whoever. Who mm-hmm. are you? Oh, who was I? Come on. You know who I was. I was Yetta dancing my heart out to some uh, Bob Fosse. I was actually in a chorus line. Oh, yeah. Um, who yeah, are you? I was in it. Um, I was just one of the uh, ensemble. I didn't have a um, cool role. I just was uh, there. Um, uh, I, I felt like. I, I sang tits and ass. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Fosse. Really dirty in a lot of ways. Just yeah. Like dirty, yeah. man. <laughs> but so, <laughs> everyone should watch the movie Fosse with the uh, sheriff from Jaws. Yeah. Great movie. Um, so 
Watch Fosse with your fussy out. <laughs> Stop it. God, you were just making me laugh today because I think I'm just in a good mood. So All right, well, great. Oh, I don't have- give me credit for being funny. It's just because you're in a good mood. Tight. I'll take it. I have more patience for your bullshit. <laughs> no, but the, the um the Fran or the CC, I I think I was the Niles. I think I because you suck on stage. <laughs> that was last episode. No, no. because but right. I do suck on stage. I'm not a performer, but I do think that I definitely have the syndrome of like I I can't do this until I have that done. You know, mm. um, and it's really hard to like deprogram yourself from that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that stuff's like not healthy. I mean, uh, I don't know where you got yours from, but mine definitely was from like the way I was raised. Like my mom is very, even now is still like, you know, you can't do this until this is done or like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like uh, now as adults, my sisters and I will be like, yes, you can, mom. That, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> things don't work like that. Like, so, but it is a hard thing to deprogram yourself out of. Um, and if you're having a hard time with that, you can reach out to us at Oh Mr. Chef Pod on Instagram or Twitter and tell Toria all about your problems and your issues. And maybe you guys will bond and become best friends. I need a best friend. Yeah. We My know. current best friend is about to have a baby, so yeah. she's going to have a new best friend. The baby. That's right. A child. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to have a new child to take care of. <gasps> I have no more time for you. <laughs> yeah. No, we always we still, we literally joke that she's going to make have to have special Toria days where she gives me special attention. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, so clearly you want to reach out. Uh, we do appreciate everybody listening. You can also email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, oh, Mr. Chef Pod dot Redbubble dot com for stuff. Thank you to the people who have been buying stuff. That's really neat. And I think that's about it. We'll see you next week. For now, Toria. Bye. Uh, goodbye. And now, segments. Are we ready for segments? We are so ready for segments. Um, segment? All right, so segment time. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to our segment? Um, should we get into our segments? Segments. Uh, Sean and Toria. 